And when you create your own work, it just gives you such confidence. And so just starting small, like I just had in the beginning, like people just write a scene for each other. You know this person, you've been in class together forever. Just write a scene for them and have it be in a coffee shop and give it a beginning, middle and end and a strong arc and some conflict. And let's just do it in class. And then why don't you film it in your apartment? Let's see what that looks like. Welcome back to Nothing Shines Like Dirt, episode 33. I'm Leslie Shannon. And I'm Elise Siebert. Today, we talk to the fabulously cool casting director and acting coach, Mel Mack. We chat with her about audition tips for actors, Mel Mack Acting Studios, and her dance-off with Madonna. Um, by the way, what? researching you. Oh god. Do you know what I found? Let's oh, talk no. about sex. <laughs> no, what? What? Will and Grace episode. Oh right. I found that. So exciting. With McDonough like bouncing you off of the dance floor. Back in the day. That was that's awesome. I mean it was kind what of fun. I mean, how many people like, can say that? Freak out. I don't know. It was like a freak out <laughs> moment. Were, were you freaking well, out? You, I mean, that was when they like sent your script to your house, mm, right? And mm-hmm. I lived in like this really shitty like one burner apartment, like a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a room. And I'll, it was like one of the first scripts and I was like, oh my God. And they're like, there's a special guest star. My agent was like, we're not able, you know, we won't tell you, but you'll see when you get the script. And I was like, it's going to be Cher. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I was like quitting acting that day that I went on that audition. It was so funny. I was like, I quit. I'm just going to read the paper in the waiting room because I don't care about this one line. That's so Is it funny. That, I, you know that, how many teachers I've had mm-hmm. who have told me that? They've mm-hmm. said, like, I was done. I was finished. Mm-hmm. On the day that I went on, I was like, this is the last audition I'm going on. I'm done. I've literally had at least five different teachers tell me that. I mean, it's crazy. There's and something about not... that. No. 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 There's something about not caring, yeah. too. Like, not... Or not... It's not that you don't care. It's just that you, like, don't put so much weight on yourself Well, you take it. your third eye away, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you get to that point mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna do it, whatever, like, fuck it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You, I think you take your third eye away, which I think that gets actors in trouble a lot when, when they're watching their performance as they're doing it, so... Yeah, and they're, like, commenting on their own performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which For is certain, hard. It's, it's like anything. It's, it's like a relationship. Yeah. You know, you can't like if you care too much about it when you're trying to like figure it out, it usually you push you push it away, right? Like you push that whatever that thing is that you want away. Yeah, because so. your feelings complicate it all. Yeah, and you know, I think I was always an angry actor. <laughs> <laughs> but what I realize now that I'm a little bit older, you know, anger's a good thing if you know how to channel it in a healthy way. And, you know, I just remember like being in auditions, I'm like, I'm so nervous right now you know and they would give me direction and I was that person who just looked like I was not listening and understanding what they were saying and Mm -hmm. I'd be like so angry about it like how dare you give me direction that was (laughs) awesome (laughs) it's easy to fall it's easy when you're in the room to when you get direction to feel like you did something wrong and they're trying to fix it instead of just like oh let's play and try it a different way. We want another flavor. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I had I had an actor say to me actually this morning in class, she was like, you know, I was on set on Friday and 
we must have done like 33 takes. So she's like, after the 15 take, I'm like, what is happening? Am I not giving them what they want? And the director came up to her probably after the 20th and was like, listen, we just want to get different versions of what you're doing. You're doing a great job. So, you know, just kind of keep doing what you're doing and we're just going to get it all on camera. You don't have to worry about it. Sit back and relax. That was awesome that the director did that. Yes, because I wish that more directors would do that. And would be able to translate what their vision is or what the, you know, their point of view is, especially if it's like a commercial that happens mm-hmm. so quickly because you're dealing with age, with um, uh, clients, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they a lot of times don't know exactly what it is that they want or they don't know how to tell you that. They don't know how to get that right. across to you. Right. They're like, her shoulder's up, so we don't believe her. You know, I mean, that <laughs> would be like a client response and it's like, oh boy. You know, and so if you don't have somebody who's able to really translate that in a way for the actor, I don't think that it's easy to get a good performance out of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. How is that dealing with clients? Because in a lot of ways, a casting director and an actor's life kind of mirrors. You're you're always out there like kind of auditioning for people and, and trying to get work, you know, like to book, to book work as a casting director. So. What's it like being on the other side, like dealing with clients and commercials and like being an act, has being an actor helped you kind of transition into that? Absolutely. Because I'm always, I'm such a big advocate of actors and I can see a lot of times like what's going on with them is, especially in a callback situation where you are dealing with, you know, multiple clients. If you have a client that is very clear and they're all on the same page, of what they want, casting seems to flow a lot easier. And I think the session is just better for the actors that are coming in. And on the flip side of that, if you have too many, you know, cooks in the kitchen, it's very confusing for the actor. And I also think for the director, and you have to remember in commercials, sometimes the director, they haven't worked with a client before. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to, you know, put on their game face. And then you have the clients trying to like have the director like them. And the poor actor's like, everybody's talking. Do I just slate? (laughs) so yeah uh, you know I think it's the job of the casting director to always make the actor as comfortable as possible in the room in that situation because again you're just going to get the best performance out of that person Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah for sure I don't know was that right yeah yeah yes is there any like what are some I don't know, things you see actors do in the in the audition room or just like advice you have. And you're really mm. great. You you always put little tidbits on your social media, just which is oh, awesome. Yeah. It's just That's good. yeah. And I know I was glancing over some of that on the um earlier today and I was like, Oh, this is all really great. Especially if for people just starting out and you know, yeah. not knowing what to expect and stuff. So You know, I think New York is a different beast than Los Angeles. And there's a lot of non-union work in the commercial world. And it's interesting for me because I think there's a lot of talented non-union and a lot of talented union actors. The difference for me is I don't know if people really teach you etiquette for a casting session. And they're obvious things. Uh, You know, the other day I had somebody walk in when the door was shut and I'm in the middle of taping. I'm here for my audition. Great. Sign in. Oh, my gosh. Have you signed in on the computer? No, I didn't see it there. Really? Because it's right next to the mm-hmm. sign-in sheet. <laughs> it's right there. So am I supposed to memorize that line? Yeah. It's your job. 
Mm-hmm. Not memorize it, but you got to know the story. For me, you know, Elise, yeah. it's always about the story. Whether it's commercial or theater or film or TV or voiceover, you have to know what the story is in order to, you know, have a point of view and sell a product mm-hmm. for commercials. Um, what else? I think just be yourself, be normal is one of the biggest things. And that's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's just so be hard. a normal human being. Because you're so, sometimes like, over the years, I've learned how to calm down. But, you know, like we were discussing earlier, when I get really nervous, sometimes I'm like, I get babbly. And I like, won't, and I'm like, okay, no. And in my brain, I'm like, stop talking. Stop talking. Why are you still talking? <laughs> but sometimes it's hard to just like shut it down so that you don't seem like a babbling buffoon. I don't mind babbling. But what I mind is when you're kissing my ass and I can tell. Ugh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's gross. But I understand it. You mm-hmm. know, I think from the acting point of view, I get it. I would much rather you come in and do your job and just be normal. Hey, how's it going, Mal? How you doing? And I always say, take the temperature of the room. If you walk in, you know, I you don't know what's going on with casting. You don't know what just happened behind closed doors. So if somebody's not in a great mood or is rushing you along, just come in and do it and leave. If they act like they want to talk to you and have some time, great. I think that's appropriate. You know? Right, yeah. I like that. Read the temperature of the room mm-hmm. just to, yeah, that's like a really good. And and I feel oh. like when you're in normal human situations, many people do that. It's like the nerves and the excitement and, you know, everything that goes into walking into an audition. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what you're going to get when you go in there. That's true. Is there going to be one person? Is it going to be like the assistant and the casting director? Is it going to be, you know, five people in the room? Is it yeah, you're so right because it really changes from from like situation to situation mm-hmm. to how many people are in the room, and you really have no idea. No, <laughs> you're like, you is don't. this going to be nice and intimate, intimate, or is this going to be like 17 people in here that are standing? And you're like, oh, hi, what's going on? There are so many of you. Absolutely, and I think you know some really good tips are like I said, do your job, take the temperature of the room. Know the genre that you're going in for. I think that's really helpful for actors. If you don't know, we had somebody come in that had to babble off improv all of this medical jargon for an EMT. If you don't know what that looks like, then you need to YouTube it. Mm. If you don't know how to pronounce something in a script, great, just ask. Mm -hmm. Just ask. It's casting like we want you to get the job. We need actors. We do, or else we don't have a job, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think really trying to find a way that you can help each other out in the room is great. If you don't understand something, like I I think that's the biggest thing. Actors are afraid to to clarify for themselves because what you're saying rings true. You have so much going on. Your actor brain takes over, you know, the character brain and you know, you're, you can see somebody's lips moving. So, you know, you're getting direction, but you haven't heard any of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So it's like that actor, like, uh-huh, like no, nodding. yeah, I got yeah. it. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No. What? Yeah. No, I got it. <laughs> and then they just do it the same way. Yeah. Which is not good for you. <gasps> yeah. I know. It's always like, that's the worst. <laughs> and it's, you know what else is really good to remember? We don't have to like you to book you. We don't. Mm-hmm. We just need you to come in and, and do what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side of that, if somebody asks, like, you know, a client asks, like, hey, what do you think about this person? How do you think they would be on set with us? Probably not great. 
they're probably going to be a diva or they're going to maybe give you a little bit of issue. But guess what? They're going to give you a goddamn great performance. Mm -hmm. So you have to make that choice. I don't ever want to be the person. I don't want to be a dream killer. (laughs) Because it's all a lesson for everybody. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that person will learn that enough being on enough sets. If they act that way, then people are going to not enjoy working with them. And so will the director. Yeah. The director will learn how to work with somebody like that. Yeah. It's all learning experience. So how did you transition from acting into casting? Oh, they're all mistakes. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, it's even surprising. I booked a show that somebody booked me on a couple shows. Jesus, I think my IMDb page, it literally says like, let's talk about sex and sit and spin. No, it doesn't. It has more that than, that. More than I that. I know, but those are like the first credits. Well, and my mom's like, what's happening? That's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, sex uh, is important. So. Sex is important. Yeah, it's a... It's a- <laughs> It's you have to talk about it. It's a part of life, so... Relationship. You know? yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> what was the question? Kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Acting to casting. I was broke, and I was um, working in my teacher's office at the time. I was like, you know, I just can't do this anymore. I can't. I can't live in L.A. and, like, not have a life outside of acting and be able to pay for a tank of gas. And so somebody in my class was like, hey, my wife or my girlfriend at the time works for this woman in casting they need help like putting out flyers on cars this weekend I was like all right well how much does that pay you know and he told me I was like oh my god I'm sorry what yes I'll be available all weekend for that and I was like so tenacious I think and, and just so driven and it just worked out really well and then the woman was like hey I'm going to train you I'm going to teach you how to run camera my first job was in Aruba what? Awesome. I know. I, That's what? really sad. Your first job. Was it first? Yeah. First what? like assisting. Uh, just a running but session. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Running sessions. Yeah. So. That's incredible. That's really cool. So that's how that happened. And it's helpful, right? So it's helpful coming from an acting point of view and having people come in the room and you can tell that they're, they can get there. It's just the right language to help them get them to where you need them to be mm-hmm. as opposed to I think people who don't really know actor language and they kind of just like give you very general direction mm-hmm. you know like or like adjectives instead of like active you know like it's like like brighter. mood or yeah yeah, yeah brighter it's brighter and you're like <laughs> you're like okay. uh, uh, all right <laughs> smiling? Is yeah it smiling? does that mean you want my voice higher or like do you want my yeah they when you they give you moods is always i feel yeah. like the hardest to to figure out what the hell they mean by it and, I, and I've gotten to the point where I, I ask for clarification. Um, yeah. Or, and like, yeah. Uh, and you also just have to learn how to translate that too. Like yeah. When you do get, when you do get somebody that's not speaking an actor language, you have mm-hmm. to be like, all right, they want this, you know, like how can I get there? Like you kind of have to flip it on its head a little bit. Yeah. Or just repeating it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we, I know that we've talked about that. Like, okay, so what you want me to do is like this and you just use the dialogue and put it kind of back at casting or director because sometimes when they hear it out loud no that's not what I want what I want is this Mm -hmm. so then you're on the same page Mm -hmm. you know and everything's good to go from there so then how did that transition come from going into casting and then also because you still cast correct yeah you know it's yes (laughs) you're like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh yes so how did you go from casting to to coaching and, and starting your studio yeah you know I was at work one day, and I can't remember the job that we were working on, and I don't really know anything about theater, which is probably embarrassing um, for this podcast, so you might want to get rid of that. But uh, in the sense of like, 
I just understand that people are, are constantly performing for the back row, but that doesn't necessarily translate well on camera. So I just was like, you know, maybe I could help some people out and let's just see how this goes. Mm -hmm. So where I was working at at the time, they're like, yeah, you know, you can rent space for us. Let's see. I think I maybe had four people in class for like two years and then it just snowballed from there. And, you know, now people are like, booking great work and getting on TV and like they've been with me. A lot of people have been with me for like three years or more, which is, it's like a blip on the screen. Mm -hmm. You know, people are like, Oh God, I gotta be in class for like 10 years. No, but maybe at least for three. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I feel like when I'm consistently in class, then an audition doesn't feel like that big of a deal. Like it's mm -hmm. just like, Oh, I've, been picking up scripts daily and like looking at them and performing them so now when you get something it just feels like more routine and there's more ease to it than not being in class and then getting something and like it's like continuing oh your practice yeah is yeah. what it is yeah it's like continuing the practice that you're already mm -hmm. doing so mm -hmm. it, it's it, yeah it just doesn't yeah. have the same weight yeah absolutely yeah you don't have that freak out yeah yeah yeah. Actor freak out. <laughs> freak out. <laughs> well, one thing I love too that you do with um, your actors at your studio, including myself, is encourage people to create their own work, which is what we love yeah. on Nothing Shines Like Dirt. Well, that was the whole so, reason for this podcast. So, so. <laughs> and you bring people in, you bring writers in, you bring mm -hmm. casting directors in to talk to your actors. And so what point, like you're teaching class, you're coaching people, like was that always a part of like your kind of philosophy in this industry? And yeah. Yeah, no, keep going. Okay, yeah. And and like how did how did you... Like now you have this acting studio and you're like, I have these actors, they're working or, or they're auditioning or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now like, how do you inspire them to start writing or directing? Especially when people are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know right. where to start, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. You know, I know when I was in class and I would have a teacher that'd be like, create your own work. I'm like, no way. I have zero interest in doing that. I really didn't. You know, I'm like, I have a great agent. Yeah, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> have a freak out at every audition. It's going to go really well for me. <laughs> Don't get. Um, well, I realized with our first film festival, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. And I just kind of put it out to be like, hey, create your own work. So a lot of industry came and I was like, this is the worst thing that I could ever have done because I didn't really guide anybody. The sound was terrible. I mean, it was like, who is this girl that just moved here and we don't even know about what we're supporting? You know, I'm sure from like industry. And so as we evolved, last year we had a horror festival that was really fun. And I was so proud of the work that people did. And I think because those people had been in class for a while, you know, you read enough script, you read enough copy, you start to know what your own voice is, you know who you are as an actor as far as like really what you're selling. So it's easier to find characters whose voice you resonate with. So that this year somebody was like, hey, listen, last year was kind of a shit show for me. I need you to like, could we bring in a producer to talk about producing? Could we bring in a writing teacher? Could we, you know, bring in these different people? I'm like, yeah. I don't know where to find these people. You know, I really didn't. I was like, I don't research this. Um, and we, we really had, you know, we had a lot of support from NYU teachers, which I love, that 
one guy, Gabe, who is, who is a writing teacher and he was, he was really helpful and really instrumental and so kind and thoughtful and generous and reading people's projects and helping direct them. Hey, it's missing this. Hey, this is really good. Your voice is very clear. Um, so, you know, well, I, I consistently try to push people as far as I can push them. And inevitably, like three people will drop out of class. They get scared. I don't see them, which is very normal. I feel like that happens in general um, in this profession too, because it takes essentially the most consistent thing I've heard throughout all the years that I've been doing this is that you essentially just have to have staying power. You just have to like be in for the long haul. And if you're not, then this isn't the right industry for you. And so, I mean, it's kind of good to rather be tough at the beginning, get them, Mm -hmm. you know, used to what this world is going to look like instead of thinking that it's like rainbows and fairies and unicorns. And then, and then they are dealt, you know, what it's like to audition for a couple of seasons and Mm -hmm. And they're crying in their pillows at night. And I think when you, yeah. And when you create your own work, it just gives you such confidence. And so just starting small, like I just had in the beginning, like people just write a scene for each other. You know, this person, you've been classed together forever. Mm-hmm. Just write a scene for them and have it be in a coffee shop and give it a beginning, middle and end in a strong mm-hmm. arc and some conflict. And let's just do it in class. And then why don't you film it in your apartment? Let's see what that looks like. And so I think just trying to encourage people who are a little bit, you know, afraid or for me, it was kind of rainbows and unicorns and stars when I fell into acting. So I met really good people in the industry. You know, I met Lori Wyman, who I love, who called me back in the 90s, like, hey, casting director in Miami, I'm going to help you get your SAG card. What? Thank you. You know, (laughs) really, I mean, just people along, Mark Hirschfeld, who I think is an amazing casting director and such a supporter of actors who, who really takes the time to, to find new talent and to encourage new talent and to help. I would, you know, I just think there's such good people out there. So you got to figure out how to surround yourself with goodness, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. And then, and when you create your own work, there is this thing about you get, um, we've talked about this before, but like you get like your tribe of people, you know, the people who you find like, oh, I really like acting with this person or I really like this person and they're really organized. They can produce some for Mm -hmm. me when we're first starting. And then you, you get these group of people who you really enjoy being around. And so then it's just, then you make better work and you're Mm -hmm. more committed to the work and then you have more confidence. It's just like this snowball effect of keeping good, positive people in your life that lift you up and then also making your confidence go with it. Mm -hmm. Well, think about it. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. uh, Broad City them. Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, well, back in the day, Matt Damon and, and ben, um, ben, ben Affleck and George yeah. Clooney. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you want to like hang out with your friends on set? Exactly. It You're going to be sense. there with them. Yeah. And yeah. you know they're yeah. acting and you know how to work well together. And nobody gets there on their own. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like that domino effect. Like when, when one person starts to book in a class, everybody starts, you know, it's like this beautiful, the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. So I'm always encouraging people, get in a class where people are working. Get in a class where you feel supported. Get in a class if you're having like, you know, some issues with your confidence where you're the best person for a while. Why not? You know? (laughs) That's Yeah, that's really good advice. Like, yeah. Be the leader. Mm -hmm. If you don't Mm -hmm. feel like a leader in, in your career at the moment or in your life at the moment, you know, help other people and encourage other people Mm -hmm. because it just gets you out of your own, your own crap. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
it's easy to get stuck there <laughs> if you let yourself. <laughs> so the more you can have people around to remind you not to, the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What were like what were some of the challenges you found when people hadn't been creating their own work and then started to create their own work? Like oh, self-deprecation, mm-hmm. negativity, mm-hmm. um coming to class really late, super frazzled, not doing their assignment. You know, all of these roadblocks that I think consciously or subconsciously that we set up for ourselves or oh, god I would can I would never say that I don't know why I wrote that that's so dumb you know all of just this like beating yourself up I mean that's what mm-hmm. I'm there to do as a teacher <laughs> and like I'm not even like that bad <laughs> you know what I mean so I, I I think a lot of that I think also a lot of blossoming mm-hmm. came out of it which is really beautiful and lovely as a teacher to watch because I think at least for me like I I feel like I'm really good at seeing what you possess. That's that's your little gold golden egg that the universe needs and that the entertainment industry needs. And it's just my way, you know, I have to find a way to navigate and pull that out of you and sometimes push it out of you, you know, if you're a little bit too comfortable with that. So there were, yeah, it was really interesting. It's it still is. I mean, we haven't even had our film festival. It's not happening until until October. And and there's some people that have been wanting to write something for three years and are finally doing it. That's exciting. That's yeah. really exciting. It's yeah. It's really it's is really it, cool. It's here in New York, right? It's in New York, yeah. It's gonna be at DC TV on October nineteenth. And Great. um yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited and kinda had to hammer some people. Like I'm I'm disappointed that you're not submitting something this year. Mm, you know yeah because I gave you like seven months to work on it Mm -hmm. and created this class so that you could do that and you're backing out on yourself not not on me oh yeah the disappointment speech it's the worst it's like a parent (laughs) speech I know that's what I was gonna say that used to always get me but I'm I'm disappointed disappointed. you're like (laughs) oh my god so what is your what's your favorite part about teaching ah only one no okay as many of them as you want to as many of them as you want to share I think being able to like guide and inspire and encourage people in my own, the comfortability of like my own studio is, makes me feel, I don't know, like I can be a lot more open because in person, if I don't know you, I'm really shy in the beginning and people take that as like, I'm totally bitchy, but in class, (laughs) you know, I get to really open up. I get to, I get to, um, no, I, I guess I just get to see what you have and how I can help you bring it. And look, I got to be honest, not everybody's meant to be an actor. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that is okay because normally those people will fall out and I don't need to take care of it. And I've gotten really good at just being like, I don't think we're a fit. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because you're not going to be a fit for everybody. And sometimes people are just acting because they want to do it is hobby or to make them a little bit better when you know they're communicating with people at work or who knows what but I'd hope to always be able to be a facilitator in that way what I got so off topic that's okay you didn't um I don't think so I can't believe you would say you're shy (laughs) oh I totally am I've never (coughs) thought that about you ever I am that's I know. Really funny. I mean, at the second time I meet you, I'm like, hey, okay. how's it going? Yeah. The first time, I'm like, good. Yeah, but the first time I met you, you were. Oh, but yeah. we also were like, we know each other. And we can yeah. figure it out. But, yeah. But yeah. 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 You're just so fun and bubbly. So I hope so. Yeah. I hope I bring a good energy because you know I've I've been in class with teachers before in Los Angeles and that were really crushing. And I think 
artists are very vulnerable and they're very sensitive and finding a way to help encourage them. I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not going to be the person if you come to my class and I'm going to like break you down and make you cry in order to get you to where you need to be. I think there's other healthier ways to do that, but some people like that and that's okay. You know, what would you say as an actor and as a casting director are the big differences between LA and uh, New York? Los or Angeles, are there any? A, there, there are. Los Angeles, it's a businessman. You give somebody 12 pages of dialogue, they're off book like that. And he, that's what I'm saying. When somebody comes in and they're like, oh, I didn't know that I was going to have to know the dialogue. What? It's your job, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think it's, it's, it's the difference between, I would think, Google and a startup. You know, like they're seasoned. They're a well-oiled machine. They, they know what they're... They just know who they are and where they're headed and they don't make excuses for it and it's just kind of balls out. The flip side of that is I feel like New Yorkers have an incredibly full life. They're really interesting people. Look, man, if they got somewhere to be and you can't get on their time clock, bye. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. I did. We had a situation where I was like, this girl came in and she had to come in early because again, like I was saying, I don't know a lot about theater and so a lot of times we'll have like Broadway people come in that I think are maybe Broadway stars or like they're a big deal in theater. Um, and she was like, I, just so you know, I have to be out by this time. And we were Skyping with somebody in Los Angeles and, you know, they were just kind of what they were, you know, it's three hours behind. So they're doing what they're doing. And they just kind of, we, we weren't able to get it together. So I was like, I'm just going to bring her in and, and put her on. And she was like, you know what? I gotta go. Bye. And she left. And so by the time like their heads came up, they're like, great. Okay. So we'll see. So-and-so. I'm like, guys, she already, she had to go. Wait, what? 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And it's refreshing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, if she's late to that job, like that's her job. Yeah. (laughs) She's like the lead in a Broadway show. Like she's 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 got to be there. (laughs) She kind of has to be there. (laughs) She has to be there. Yeah. But I think New Yorkers are also very, um, really tenacious. Mm. You know, and they are creating their own work and, you know, getting together and having conversations outside of the industry, I think is just a, a very healthy mindset because it can be it can be very consuming, especially in Los Angeles. You know, people are a lot more accessible in New York, mm. you know, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, that's easier Sarah to get Jessica around Parker on a city bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, in Los Angeles, I, I think people are pretty much in cars or like wearing hats that are super low. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. How long have you been in New York now? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Cool. Do you I'm, miss LA? No. No. Mm-mm. Good. I don't. I was, it was, it was my time to go, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I miss my friends there, of course. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. That's good. But nothing, nothing else. You, how, how are mm. the winters here for you? I mean, I'm from Buffalo. Oh, so it's like, never mind. I forgot about that little yeah. tidbit. You're like, this is nothing. I can't wait. You're like, this wait. is nothing. Yeah. It was like, there's not so much snow. I can't jump out of my third story window. Then it's not too much snow. <laughs> my mom, I've heard stories. Oh, yeah. I've heard many stories from my mother's childhood of, they're like, yep, we, certain winters, we would just go out of the top windows mm-hmm. because that's how we had to get out of the house because the, the trucks. Yeah. Or snowmobile, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. There are worse things. There are. 
Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I hope that was helpful. Of yes. course it was. Okay. Want to make sure to plug your your studio, yeah, tell, tell people us. where they can find you. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Melmac Acting Studio, Upper East Side. Do I give the physical address? Well, the website. No, you don't need to. Oh, yeah. The website, yeah. melmacactingstudio.com. Cool. And Backstage, then, or some good articles. Yeah. In the advice section. And then um, you guys have some social media as well to follow? or Yes, we do. All right. What? Which platform? Twitter, Instagram, and... You're on Facebook. And Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Melmac yeah. Acting Studio. Isn't that so embarrassing? <laughs> we'll I don't put, even know the handles okay. we'll for put, Twitter. Okay. We'll put them all below. We'll add it all, but yeah. we always like to give people the opportunity to... Oh, yeah, right. To, to share, right, too. Right. And Mel is an That's awesome coach, too, so any actors I out there... I love you guys. Yeah. yeah. If you have an yeah. audition coming up and you need... Well, I know that Elise has had several that she's booked because mm-hmm. she's felt so good about it coming in after having her coachings, so... Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she's there. Check Mel out. She's awesome. And she's also encouraging people to make their own work, which we love. So do it. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.